Hello, hello, hello. I think this is the first time in a while that we actually joined our stereo without having like some defunct shit, some anti-black shit go on in the beginning of it, but we can't hear each other or something like that. So you know what? Aaron don't believe in uh, in extra stuff. I just want to say thank you, universe. I appreciate you. I felt like you was looking out for me just now. Yes, <sighs> welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Earth is Ghetto podcast, you raggedy knuckle dragon ass bitches. You we foot draggers, so you. <laughs> Let's do it. Okay, so <laughs> I never get to use <sighs> foot draggers anymore. But um, so first and uh, foremost. Let's do our mental health check-in. How you feeling? Fuck it. Okay. That's my Can mental health check-in. My <laughs> mental health check-in. My mental health right now is just fuck it. Just they be like, hey, why? you have to give a fuck about this. Why? That's where I'm at right now. Why? Because if mm. I do, then I might just <laughs> hey. <laughs> I I um First of all, I feel like I'm scaring some of my good friends with the way that I'm talking right now. Um, I don't mean to scare you guys. I love you. I just, me and my girl, Lele, was having a conversation about Thanos and everything. And I was like, yo, when I was in the movies, I was like, how dare you take my black man from me? Because, you know, they they dusted T'Challa in that movie. I was very upset. I was like, why can't he live? So I was very upset with the, with the purple motherfucker with the butt chin. I was very upset. But now... I'm beginning to think, first of all, I think it was making a lot of sense. Um, and when I was telling her about it and I was just like, yo, you got like five or six years, good years left, man. Do what you want to do. And uh, she was just like, can we like pretend like they, they maybe could be possibly hope? I was like, why don't we just do this? Let's prepare for, let's prepare for the worst and hope for the best. <laughs> Girl, listen. I'm used. That's why I'm usually on the villain side in a lot of these superhero movies. I'm very much Team Thanos, Team Joker, Team Killmonger. Like, girl, they made a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. Bitch, I'm tired. I mean, you know, it was so funny um, when I was watching Wakanda Forever, and I, I don't, I don't think you watch a whole lot of anime. Anime. Have you ever watched Attack on Titan? Yes. Okay, you know Aaron, right? This nigga's just like, burn the world, right? And I was not okay with him just killing all of these fucking people. And his, because I felt like his reasoning was shitty. That's a shitty reasoning. They may come kill you one day, so you just don't kill everybody. That's dumb. <laughs> that was dumb. Fast forward to Wakanda. I'm like, damn, the more's making sense. And I'm like, damn, did I just not were they not brown? So I couldn't I couldn't agree. Right. <laughs> Is that what was happening? Oh, but anyway, I digress. Let's go ahead and So is that your mental health check-in? What's your mental You always skip over yours. <laughs> Okay, uh, my mental health check-in. I think I perfected mac and cheese. Um, I went ahead and I made like a roux after making a garlic confit. It was amazing. So there you go. Cute. Okay, moving <laughs> on. So, uh, Ashley, you started. Because I, <laughs> I, I didn't want to talk about his ass. So you yeah, have the pleasure I, of starting this topic. 
I, I first and foremost, I just want to let everybody know who's going to be listening to this. I know you're tired. I'm tired. I don't want to do this any more than you do. I promise you I don't. But unfortunately, he's causing movements and it's making us dumber. So we have no choice but to try and combat all of the stupidity. We don't have a choice because there's people that look like us that's yelling this kind of rhetoric. And all I could think to myself is, please go to Germany. I want you to get your ass beat. I want Kanye West, I want you to hop on a plane to Berlin and I want you to go tell random people at the airport that Hitler was an awesome guy. Do that for me, please. Please. I would like to see it. I would like to see them be his hands. I've never, go, I, I've never really thought I was ever gonna like really be excited about the fact that um, uh, this man gonna get beat up. But that excites me. It does. I can't even lie. Like, I don't know what. I have nothing left to give. Um, I have the article pulled up. I have it pinned to the people on listening to us live right now if you want to go to the article but i've i really wanted to just be this i really wanted him to be like a satire but he's actually meaning this shit and it's really really unfortunate um the interview became one of the biggest stories on the internet uh past thursday dominating discussions on social media um kanye became the top trending topic and i know he was excited about that um during the live stream no, go ahead. During the live stream, Kanye West repeatedly referred to anti-Semitic stereotypes, made anti-Semitic jokes, and praised Hitler. He quoted, The Jewish media made us feel like the Nazis and Hitler have never offered anything of value to the world. And then he's at one point during the interview said, I see good things about Hitler also. So, and now we have white supremacists and hoteps saying the same talking points and agreeing with him. And we have straight black men agreeing with him because he's a quote unquote genius. Please get the fuck out my face. Uh, I'm so tired. I'm so tired of this nonsense. And what sucks is, is that we have no choice but to talk about it because it's going to have real lifetime um, consequences for this kind of thing. This is why, like, I would never understand people that praise celebrities. Like, I think it's important to remember that celebrities do not give a fuck about us. A lot of y'all have parasocial relationships with celebrities, and you think that they know you, and you think that they will spit on... They wouldn't even spit on you if you was on fire. They are using your ass because you are the consumer. They want you to buy the shit. That's it. So when I hear these people saying, well, you know, he's a great person, and you have to just hear him out, why the fuck are we trying to hear out Nazis and anti-black rhetoric. Why would I want to hear that out? I don't want to hear what a Negro Nazi has to say. Kiss my That's ass. That's not free speech. Hate hate speech isn't free speech, guys. I don't I don't know why anybody needs to tell you that. But if you are saying hateful, awful stuff, you don't deserve a platform to say it. That's that's just not how any of this is supposed to work. Um, I'm disgusted. Because I need, I need everyone to know that if Hitler was alive and well, we'd all be fucking cares. Are you serious? 
Do you, like, I'm so glad for the information that I was able to find that we we're going to go ahead and play for you guys so that you guys can hear. But it is really crawling up my anal cavity. How absolutely, <laughs> well, seriously, it's lodged up there at this point. There's no, no douche can help. I, I, like, I, like, I'm, I'm very, like, it's, I don't understand how people are agreeing with clanners and they're like, this is okay. Again, when you start to agree with Ku Klux Klan members, maybe you got to look at your own ideology for a fucking second. So fuck you, Kyrie. Fuck you, Kanye. Uh, all, like all, all you dusty ass niggas, especially the ones who you know you ain't got dry shit in your ass. You don't have a pot to piss in, and you ain't got a window to throw it out of. But you got all this motherfucking shit to say. Why don't you just wait for your SoundCloud rap career to go ahead and take off? I'm so sick of you niggas in my fucking inbox. <sighs> Sorry. Okay. I'm gonna play this video, and you will hear. It's really kind of scary how big a lot this whole type shit is spreading a lot of people are hearing what Kanye a lot of straight black men are hearing what Kanye has been saying and are running with it and this cult is spreading nationwide worldwide actually because I heard um some um, people from Africa saying that it's some Israelites over there are trying to get them to it's it's a mess it's everywhere so I'm going to play this shit. and remember these are straight black men saying this in this video Okay, and and right before, just so you know, this uh, a video is from uh, Ricky Lewis. You should go follow him on uh, TikTok. Um, amazing, but you're gonna hear him talking first, and then you and then you are going to hear all of this, all of the. And remember, these are all black men that are speaking. Actually, and we're, and we, part went straight to the video. Oh, okay, then never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Continue. Because why would you feel good about that? Why don't I feel good about yeah. what Kanye said? Both of them and Kyrie. What they got going on? Well, that's not mainly about Kanye. Right, what about Kyrie? Why you don't feel good about what you said? And he's praising. You're half Jewish. Yes, and he's praising. Saying the Nazis are cool and saying the Holocaust didn't Yeah, no, who's supporting him? Who's with you? Yeah. You know? Because Hitler and your people were Hitler who the real Jews were. Right? Hitler wasn't oppressing my people. He was coming for your next. Holy Right? And let me give let me give you a wake up call, man. You're not a Jew. You're not a Jew. Right? You're the you the seed of the devil, man. Right? These brothers are sitting on on, on, on on these platforms, Kanye, Kyrie, shaking things up. It's because it's a great awakening happening. Right? The real Jews are back on the streets. And you so-called fake Jews who stole our identity are gonna go in the slip. Because, because you're not a Jew, right? Did the Holocaust happen? It did happen, and we're and we glad that it happened. It's, uh, oh, 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 now, I'm sure that was painful for y'all to listen to because I am fucking cringing. Um, it's funny I that think, he, so he really thought that Hitler does not, he thought that Hitler liked black people. A lot of these Kanye West supporters okay. think this that thing where we're trying to say that Jews are the enemy is fucking weird to me because the only people who've actually oppressed us are white Christians. Let, let's let's be perfectly fucking for real. If we're going to look at presidents, we're going to look at people who own companies, people that own wealth. Like Jews don't 
See, listen, so rich Jews, they rich, girl, okay? We're we, we not going to pretend the, the, the rich Jews, the ones that are rich, they rich, child. I'm talking they, they, they rich. However, if you think that, that just because that some of them have money, that they're actually swinging the pendulum in this country, you're out of your fucking mind. Because it is, well, it is white Christians who have their foot on our necks. And that's just the truth of it. And oh my God, uh, to shout out to Peanut, Ray Ray, BB and them. I'm gonna let you know right now, you're a black man. You are not a Jew. You're not one of the last lost tribes of Judah. I, 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 I'm so like, <laughs> like I cannot, like I cannot. And it's getting to the point where it's like, do you know how awesome black dick is? It's so great. It's, it's so an great. Amazing, beautiful thing. It's y'all making it really hard to like, you're making it, y'all niggas are really making it hard for me to want to ride ping, black ping. Oh. If uh, I could just rip it off of y'all and just keep it hard, and at this you know point, I mean? that's all I need. Because the, the thing that comes with it, I don't. Y'all can have that. Whatever comes with it, I just I don't want it. See, but y'all, you better really be at this point. Hard. I want to just drop the pussy off. I want to just drop the pussy off with somebody and let it go. Because I'm done with these feelings. I'm so I'm so Girl. I'm so like I don't even care anymore. Let me just drop it off with somebody and hope that they take care of it. You know what I'm saying? Like that's all I. I'm 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 so gobsmacked by how disgusting all of this rhetoric is, and this is and as we go down this rabbit hole because uh, remember this is a black queer podcast we're gonna be talking about black people that's the way it goes. I need you first and foremost to be very sure of something: black people are not the face of anti-Semitism. I want everybody to understand that very clearly. Because when we look at anti-Semitism on a whole, that is being done by white Christians. But guess what? They need a new face of anti-Semitism. So now they are using us like the fucking coons these niggas happen to be, just tap dancing, stretching over, and greasing down their hole just for these people. <laughs> and I'm so sick of it. Not greasing their hole. I mean, do you want to dry? You want you want sand? You want you want to put some sand on? I I I and it and it really really upsets me because first of all, like anti-Semitism, anti-blackness, uh, homophobia, transphobia, like the fact that you are anchoring your ideology in hate, and I know this is going to sound like such a such a crazy. Um, divert of conversation but i need you to understand like as much as white people say that they're afraid of how aggressive we are or afraid that we're so violent afraid of whatever you know what they're really afraid of racist white people the thing that they're most afraid of is our love and how powerful it can be for one another so they have made sure that we have white supremacy to go ahead and divide and conquer. So that's why we have all of these black men saying, guess what, I don't respect you as another black person because I, because you fuck somebody else that I don't approve of. Like that's supposed to be a fucking thing. 
but that's but that's what it is. They're like if, even if you listen to like the the music sometimes, those R and B records from men really isn't going off. But Sam Smith can be like, stay with me, and it could be on the fucking uh, uh, on the billboards for fucking years. But that's not what they want to hear us sing about. They don't want us to sing about loving one another, about actual togetherness, about how proud we are of being who we are with one another. That's not what they want. They're not afraid of our violence. They're afraid of our togetherness. They're afraid of what we could be. And that's why we have to go through all this on a regular basis. Yep, that's why I'm getting the fuck out of this country. Because I'm, I'm done. Because <laughs> I'm tired. I'm we got a message from House of Whip. What's up? What's up, Aaron and Sid? It's the Earth is Ghetto podcast. Okay, sorry. I like this one. <laughs> You're so cute. I'm just listening. What to do? What to do? Welcome, welcome. That's exactly gross. And white supremacy. White is um, they're terrified of unity between the minority and within, mm-hmm. you know, cultures. Because if everybody was united. Oh. White supremacy would be SOL. Eradicated. Do you hear me? Eradicate. Do you know how much they hate our togetherness? Even for Wakanda forever. Do you know how pissed off people were? They they, they actually wanted Shuri. uh, And by the way, I I apologize if I'm doing like, you should have seen the movie by now, niggas. It's not my fault. Um, But they really wanted Shuri to kill Namor or Namor to kill Shuri. They didn't want them to band together. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. thank you for showing us white supremacy. Dividing conquer. You're afraid of it. You've got white Mexicans. One of my one of my Latin girlfriends was like, the white Mexicans are mad. I'm like, girl. But yeah, so <laughs> I was like, I don't know how to feel. I don't feel about that. I feel like I should, girl. But she was like, they're so pissed off. They're screaming reverse racism. They don't want like they like. Do you see how no matter how you put white supremacy, it's always brown and black on bottom. No matter where you go, no matter what diaspora you walk into, it could be Asian, it could be Indian, it could be Latin, it could be Black. Do you see? Do you see? All right. I just, I, and it, it, it kills me because even, and as much as that this is a Black podcast, I would be intellectually dishonest if I was not to say that if other um, minority groups could get on the same page, we wouldn't be more powerful. Bitch, please. But there are so many of us. There's too many Kunifas. There's too many Kanye's. There's too many like Nick Fuentes. Okay. Oh, white supremacists really going back to his Spanish roots, conquistadors. Okay. Like it is absolutely disgusting to see it but it's like that's the reason why there's so much division first of all we're all out for self we have tried to learn of the white man and be like we're all individuals i can't help you bitch you on your own that's not me that's you we have no sense of fucking community um the, because we were a matriarch that's where really our community came from and all of that is gone i i it's just for 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 me personally it's just really sad to watch i just do you think it's too little, too late? And and that is a good point because they know that if we all came together, they're already the global minority, so they know what's going on. Mm-hmm. But do you think that it's too little, too late? Because what? 
what's so fucking divided? People, black people don't even want to call themselves black. But oh, I'm not black. I'm Jew. Uh, but it's like, girl, if they pull your ass over, they're gonna say you were black. So I don't understand where this shit is coming from. I can't just get pulled over and just put my palm like on the window, <laughs> you know, and just be like, it's um the reverse of the vitiligo. Don't worry, it's all Irish right here. I think some Welsh too. Like, what am I supposed to like? I'm still like that's not gonna change anything. Do I think there's hope? I, I am an eternal optimist, even no matter what, I am a realist. Um, at the end of the day, do I think people could get fed up enough at any fucking moment to turn this shit on its head? Absolutely. I don't know what it's gonna be to cause it because there's so much terrible shit going on. But I see slowly a lot of people getting mad, fed up, a lot of people starting unions, a lot of people deciding they're not gonna take the shit, a lot of people with the quiet quitting and shit, that's basically saying, I wanna come here and do my job and not extra hoe. You don't get to make me do extra work for your $17 an hour, go suck a dick. You've got people saying, guess what? I deserve respect in the workplace. So I'm not gonna pretend that it's completely and totally impossible, but the largest unless general, it's to be The largest worker strike ever. But if it's not coordinated, if, if it's not in sync, if it's not together. And let me tell you something. I hate to tell you, bitches, you on your own. I'm getting the fuck out. I, I, I'm going to Mexico so I can go talk about you bitches like from over there. Oh my God, America's crazy. Like that's what my point is. And then when Mexico is not a place that I can live anymore, guess what? I find another island on Fiji. I don't know. I don't know. But one thing I will not do is be a slave to this fucking society that enslaved all of my ancestors to begin with. Period. Message. Conquistador head ass. I know. I mean, what? I mean, this is a sidebar. What I hate about the Spanish um, from Spain. They pronounce every their Z's with the S. So like, my last name, like it's so common. I don't even care. Is go. They say it. They pronounce it Gomez. And I'm like, are you telling me to go, like, do math? Because I don't do math. <laughs> Sorry, that's just a sidebar. I'm petty. <laughs> which, which be... by the way, it's true. I agree. So I'm learning mm -hmm. Spanish, obviously. I'm learning Spanish, obviously, because I'm leaving. And me and Tony was having a conversation. It was about Spaniards. And he sent me a video. And he was just like, I just want you to know I didn't understand shit that bitch said. And she said it was Spanish. I don't understand what she said. Like, like at all. And I'm like, damn. And I'm starting to realize, especially because um, Spain Spanish, they're like, oh, this is Castilian Spanish. This is the best Spanish and everything else. Any other dialect of Spanish is ghetto. It's really fucking crazy how white supremacy permeates everything. Literally the common denominator of all this shit that we're going through. All the problems. <laughs> like all the like... That's why like I said, that's why I just really looking forward to the meteor shower to just do its thing and wipe us all out. Fuck it. I'm tired. This. Oh my God, why would you say that, Erin? You have to be optimistic and life is special and you need to have kids and I don't care. I don't. I'm done. Because um, what the one thing about humans, we are very reactive we're not proactive for shit so if we're not gonna do anything to make the world a better place bitch they're saying 
you want to just go ahead and move on to that topic about the um the five to six <laughs> I guess however so. long it was. I, I I guess so. I guess it's about time. Didn't we have another video on uh on Kanye? Because I before we move on, there's another video that I want you to, that I want to play because I need you, people to understand what Hitler actually did to black people. Like you think he only killed Jews? You're stupid and not reading. Is the issue that I'm having. You've literally got black men running around saying, "Oh, Hitler, you know, he was like the black man's best friend." Tell that to Jesse Owens. All right. Anyway, continue. <laughs> Hitler was an oppressor, my people. He actually hated black people so much that he wrote about it in his book. After World War I, thousands of African and African-American peoples moved to Germany and they stayed there. They married German women and they had German children. The Chancellor of Germany did not like this at all and he referred to those children as Rhineland Even though this population only made up less than 1% of Germany, he made it so they couldn't go to school anymore. He experimented on a lot of them. He executed a lot of them and even made it so they couldn't even hold jobs. Most of what Germany learned when it came to exploitation and harming people came from their experience as a colonial power in Namibia. They would take certain tribes, put them out in the desert and see how long the human body could function without water. When people say the Chancellor of Germany liked black people, they don't know what they're talking about. Either that or they're refusing to read or can't read. The same man who refused to give Jesse Owens a gold medal after he won an Olympic race. Exactly. Just wanted to make sure I got that out. I want to make sure that that's what, like, you need to hear it. They need to hear it. Yep. But instead, they'd rather tap dance and just coon out and be like, oh, well, he would love me. Okay, girl, keep on. Listen, all I know is that if I ever had the ability to go back in time, there's so many motherfuckers that I would kill. And one of them is Hitler as a baby. I'm waiting till he's got two teeth in his fucking mouth and I'm pitching him off a 30 floor story building. You're out of your fucking minds. Oh my God, why would you say that? Because he's a baby, which means things have to change when you're a baby. I mean, l- l- listen, this isn't Deadpool 2. This doesn't, it's not, it's, that's not the way it works, guys. But <laughs> I'm sorry. And by the way, I'm not taking any chances. I'm not trying to rehabilitate some crazy white baby. We just gonna let it go. We just gonna let it go. I'm sorry. <laughs> like you're out of your mind. <laughs> he killed 6 million people. Mm-hmm. Probably more. Like, like the, the, it, I think the reason why it upsets me so much is, first of all, there is a lot of tension between Black and Jewish communities, right? They got reparations, we didn't. And it's not like Jewish people were fighting for Black reparations. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, we, we're, like, I understand completely, like, why there may be a rift in between both communities, but to go ahead and start siding with somebody who hates you too doesn't make sense. Girl, anything, I, it's like, again, we've been socialized to believe that if it's white, it's right. So a lot of straight black men think, oh, well, the only way I can be successful is to coon out and tap dance for white people and do everything the white way. And it's really, really unfortunate. So unfortunate that they don't even want to be called black. They want to be called Jew or Hebrew or whatever. It's like they, we have gotten drunk off of their individualism ideology. 
Do you know what I mean? Like, it's no longer about a whole community anymore. It's very much like, you know, when white people hear that there was a mass shooting, they don't think, oh shit, another one of us doing crazy shit. But when a black person does something, the whole community is like, God damn it. Like the whole community is like, to the point where we have the respectability politics. Why would you do this in front of white people? You making us look bad and we're supposed to be a collective and all this other bullshit. Do you know what I mean? We're supposed but I think to, we've got to behave ourselves to make ourselves look good for a group that is inherently violent to begin with. Yeah. White. I mean, let's just be honest. They yeah. are. <laughs> no, that's really it. Like, I, I don't have anything else to say because like that's, it's just, it, it, I, I guess for me, it's like, and this is just another reason why I guess people are getting scared when they talk to me because it feels like this whole thing is the twilight zone and it's not fucking real. That's how crazy things have gotten. (laughs) Just saying. Anyway, messages. (laughs) I think we are all seeing the extent to which celebrity is much more influential when it comes to major cultural moves than any politician any scientist any writer like you know just anybody who's actually trying to move the needle um and that's what they're counting on that's what these forces know and that's why kanye's position where he's at the people that he's parlaying with are not just nominal figures they are big fucking dick swinging figures in the white supremacist movement in this country uh candace owens might be black has the priorities of a white supremacist alex jones nick fuentes uh these cats are not just minor people and kanye is very useful to them right now yep and you know it's bad you know it's bad when even alex jones a whole ass white supremacist is saying (laughs) i just want y'all to know now I've been hearing about Alex Jones for a really long time because I'm a little old, right? I've known this nigga has been crazy for a long time. Like the type of crazy that scares you. Like the type of crazy where he'll be shouting into the void and it'll be like 10 seconds of silence and you don't even know who the fuck he's shouting at now. Like it is scary just to watch him say anything. And he's listening to Kanye like, whoa. And you know what? I I liken it to the scene. If anybody has seen the boys, do you remember when Stormfront was um, like try as Stormfront and Homelander were trying to teach Homelander's son some shit? And they were saying things like, oh, we have to protect the white race. Then that's what Stormfront was saying. And you look at Homelander's face like, what? Yeah. (laughs) I thought of regular destruction. Like, (laughs) what do you mean? It's exactly the same thing. Literally. like to see these TV shows just being played off in front of real life is a little. And speaking of other TV shows, like, or this in this case, it's a movie, Don't Look Up. And now we're having all this data come out. You know, and let's just say it's not, uh, how long they said it was? Seven to eight years or whatever? They said five to six. (laughs) (sighs) Look at you giving us silver linings. That's what's up. I was trying. <laughs> it's about five to six years. And listen, we're going to change the topic so we can absolutely talk about that. We're going to listen to some messages. Uh, but we're going to have to talk about the state of the world right now. And um, 
why you shouldn't be paying bills? Like, why am I stressing over capitalism right now when, <laughs> bitch, the whole world's on fire and they're about to raise rent up again for the fifth time? Like, what's the point? Anyway, 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 messages. <laughs> I became acquainted with the Black Hebrew Israelites when I lived in Brooklyn. They actually got so loud that the mob had to come through and kick them off of the uh, Myrtle and Washington intersection, which was a pretty busy popping intersection in Brooklyn. Um, and I, I, I became acquainted with their thing also in detail because I lived with a Jewish family and worked at a Palestinian restaurant. Oh, and um, they were always the topic of discussion. And it became very clear to me that their priorities do overlap with white supremacists, Nation of Islam, yep. in one way. That they all want resegregation. Yep. They all yep. believe in the separation of colors and ethnicities. And they are convinced that this is what's going to bring the utopia that they want in the future. And so, that's what doesn't make any fucking sense to me. Like, how can you bring this black utopia back but that black utopia still excludes black women black queer people black trans people so it's like you only care about black straight men yeah basic which by the way is just literally copying who Klu klux klan like ideology that's re that's really where it is at the end of the day and let me tell you something and i and, and because i'm a pisces i got feelings so i'm gonna let you know that i know why they're so lost they, I know exactly why they're so lost. I'm here reintroducing myself back to my own culture. And I started at like 27, 28. I'm 30. I'm about to be 36 in February. I've barely scratched the surface of me trying to find my culture for real. Like the way that we African people used to worship before colonization, all of those different things. They've been told that all of that is voodoo. They've been told that all of that is black magic and all of that is sending you to a white man's hell. I understand completely why they are what they are, but I also wanna say when it comes to the segregation portion, I understand why. And this is one of the things where it's like, I get why some black people get sucked in. Because when you look at Rosewood, when you look at the Tulsa massacre, you look at what happened in Florida, you look at it, the, the fact that they went ahead and just literally drowned mm -hmm. towns, whole lakes and cities, just because they thought these people was making too much money. They killed everybody, raped everybody, and then drowned it. Like it was never supposed to be there. You go at the bottom of Lake Okeechobee, you're going to see remnants of homes. So I understand completely why pe why black people want to segregate because it's not safe. I get it. I'm not about to go ahead and pretend. Yeah, that hell, I try to stay away from black people now. But do, but do you see how just that one thing can suck somebody in? Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Especially if you're young and impressionable and you're looking at all these facts like, yeah, we want separation. And next thing you know, they're saying, yeah, no gay people. Oh my goodness, no trans people. I'm telling you, this alt-right alt-right pipeline that they have going on right now is so efficient. I gotta give it to them. That shit is efficient. They've had a long time to perfect white supremacy. They really have. Mm. And it's, it's really unfortunate. Like, this is what they wanted. And divide and conquer. And that's so deep into it. <clears throat> I had one guy talking about
But that's some good Israelites. I don't trust. You're not going to sit here and tell my black queer non-binary ass to trust a black Hebrew Israelite. After all the shit, they do not see me as a part of the black culture. I hear it all the fucking time from so many Israelites. Oh, yeah, you black, you're a part of the community, but that gay shit, you can't be a part of the culture because you gay. So it's like, you say that you're pro-black, but when it comes to people like me, oh, the pro-blackness is what goes away, but you say I'm black first. So which one is it? Get the fuck out my face. Trusting a black Israelite, Hebrew Israelite, or Hotep is like saying I trust a white conservative. Sorry. That's the same exact thing to me. Because at the end of the day, you don't fucking like me. You don't want me to be a part of shit. And the only reason that you even want me there is so I can go ahead and push forward and perpetuate your own fucking agenda. You're the fucking same. Mm -hmm. Both don't want to be held accountable. Both, like, it's it's just the parallel is right there. (laughs) Just saying. All right, last message from uh, House of Drip. <laughs> Not Hitler as a baby. You know, you know what we could also do is go back in time and and change the admissions process because he wanted to be a painter, but he got rejected from like a school. Maybe if he got into the school, he would have like been less angry with you know live and no, we just no. I think you're right. You might we might might as well just take out mm-hmm. Hitler. You're right. You're right. Mm-hmm. I like how you explain that out loud to yourself like, damn, that's not, that's not good. <laughs> I ain't got to say nothing. You got it. That's the truth. No, no, no. They don't want us to talk about, you know, how the majority of shoot- uh, mass shootings are conducted by white men. I'm just saying, uh, I'm just saying, we don't talk about that. We don't talk about Bruno, no, no. Well, Look, they want to keep the power and they want to remind people that they have the power somehow. So that's what they're so gun horny all the time. They want to shoot up movie theaters and black churches and all this other shit. Mm. Girl, let's just like, like, let's just be honest. They equate. Uh-huh. That's why they're so like, so heavy, strong, heavy when it comes to this gun shit because it's, it's mm-hmm. like another reminder of the power mm-hmm. that they that they yeah. want it to keep. Or what they're envious of, you know, because they because regardless of whoever they are, like whatever black Israel Hotep or whatever, they are searching for white man's power. Mm. You cannot use the master's tools, <laughs> to, like Audrey Lord. Anybody read some Audrey Lord for me, please? <laughs> like you can't use the master's tools, including including capitalism, for us to ever move forward. It's just it's just not gonna. Oh work. yeah, I I still stand by what I said. Like. You cannot be like pro black and be a capitalist. It's that's just not how this works. <laughs> you, you don't get to be pro black and okay with oppressing certain people. That's anti blackness at its core. Sorry. All right. <clears throat> Moving on. So, why should we stop giving the fuck about a lot of things right now? Well, bitch, we're fucked. And of course, there's going to be people that listen to this and laugh and say, oh, you're, you're probably a Democrat, liberal, and that's what you're saying, that the world is going to end. No, bitch. Like, we have the fucking, like, stats and everything. But, you know, at this point, believe what you want to believe. When it happens, like I said, I'm still having a house party for the asteroid watch. 
Um, I hope it's a big ass asteroid because we need a hard reset button because we or we really think that we're that girl. We really think that we are that significant in this big ass universe. I think I think one of the things that I definitely can't say is that our our arrogance, humans arrogance is the reason why the world is in the state that it's in. And there's so much going on currently, like with climate change and all of these different things that are already coming to kill us. So I saw a video the other day where they were talking about how there is a certain layer of the Earth's crust that has been frozen for about 100,000 years. And it's now melting. And they are realizing that 100,000 year old diseases have been sitting in this frozen lair and now it's about to melt and just move into open air. And I just wanna let people to know, and Aaron, I would love it if it was gonna be an asteroid, but we're not gonna be that lucky. <laughs> True. We're not yeah. No, I'm being real. We're, it's probably going to go back to the Black Plague. Well, not the Black Plague because we bathe, but you know what I mean? It's going to go back to the, it's going to go uh, back to diseases that we can't fucking fight off. It's just what it is. <clears throat> and I, I, I'm just in a space where it's like there's and we're not even talking about the housing, uh, the housing crisis. We're not talking about this impending recession that we've been in for so long, like for a few months because the railroad was about to go ahead and uh, protest because they don't get days off. We're abusing those people, by the way. So- Did he approve that or no? Did, what did, I, heard, I heard he said, what did he, how did that decision go? From what I heard, it's still up in the air. They've given into some demands, but not all of the demands. And these railroad people are still nice enough to continue to work. Uh, you know what, anyway. Bitch, y'all would not see me there ever and let me tell you something if they really decide to say no no more we got a taste of what it would be like in texas of what prices would look like without our railroads my girlfriend sent me a screenshot for butter it was a pound of butter do you want to know do you, you know what guess how much it was 58 dollars 116 dollars and 37 cents oh <laughs> When she sent me that screenshot, do you know I went into my own Walmart delivery app and changed my zip code to her zip code to see if I could see it? And nigga, it was there. <sighs> so I'm in a space right now where it's like, we're seeing little pieces of all of these things happen. And I'm not about to wait for somebody to be like, oh yeah, now it's time to, to panic. There's no panic. Nobody's about to fix anything. This is just what's going to happen. And it's up to the rest of us to go ahead and make the best out of the last five or six years that we have left. Cause let me tell you something. I'm not waiting until I'm riddled with disease and fucking leprosy. Cause I don't know what diseases are coming back. And what's funny is once that a crust, layer of crust melts and all those diseases do get airborne. Guess what? Guess what's going to happen? Well, we got to keep going back to work. Ain't nothing wrong with it. It's, they're going to politicize it. They're going to politicize all of the diseases just like what they've been doing. Like so they did it's with like, COVID. Like, remember with COVID? So it's like, how we front, oh, you can't work if you're showing symptoms to, oh, well, if you're showing symptoms for these many days and they're like, oh, girl, if you're showing symptoms, as long as you could show up with a mask, you'll be all right. Do you see how quickly the fucking CDC this is how you know that even the, the companies that are supposed to work for us are really working for lobbyists. 
and you expect us to survive? Bitch, you're crazy. That's just, that's insanity. It's insanity. Oh, uh, oh, message, flame. Hey, girl, I'll see you in a hey. minute. Um, I just have a question, because this sort of whole Kanye thing has been flooring me. And I understand that the Black Hebrew Israelite sort of ideology has been prevalent since the 80s. But it seems like within the past maybe like decade, they have increased their popularity significantly. And I am just kind of lost as to why it's currently becoming rapidly more popular. Why are Black men in particular being radicalized within these ideologies and what purpose is it to what like purpose is it to serve like is it to get black people to vote more conservatively is it just a reaction to culture over time like I'm just really confused what do you guys think uh do you want to go I guarantee you the black church probably has something a lot to do with this as well because a lot of this um a lot of these power dynamics that these straight black men are trying to hold on to, you will see that a lot in the black church. So I feel like, of course, religion has a lot to do with that. And also the fact that a lot of straight black men are realizing that black women do not need them and it's pissing them off. So they have to find something. Um, It's so many layers. I, I, I actually think you really hit the nail on the head just then i think it's a mixture of the fact that first of all and uh, people getting personal ancestry tests has become something very recent something over the last 10 years right um and there was always obviously a whole lot of pushback oh they gonna get your dna if you were born in the hospital they got it baby i don't know what you think but um i feel like along with us being able to finally know where we come from and actually, which is so sad that we asking the white man who stole us where we come from. I get it. <laughs> the, the, I get the irony, but I also feel like it's, it's a big part of it is the fact that women, black women and black femmes have gone through a huge shift. Just like Aaron said, like there's a lot of us that are not willing to put up with any type of bullshit. So what they're decided to do instead of trying to leveling up to get to our level so that we can partner with them, they've decided to go ahead and have this whole ideology that is meant to have us dumb ourselves down. Like you have like, like I don't know if you've heard any herteps or any divine feminine women lately, but I was listening to a video the other day and this lady was like, I swear to God, it was a real video. So you tell me your man cheated on you. But my real question is, when's the last time you saw him happy? Did you only notice when he wasn't giving you attention? (laughs) Nigga, what the fuck? (laughs) What's going on? Girl, what? Is it opposite day? Wait. Girl, here come the pygmishas. Bro, and I, and this is the thing, and what people don't understand is that just as dangerous as the Hebrew Israelites, the KKK, um, let me tell you something, these heart tubs, these divine feminine women are just as dangerous because they well, actually like, come to us. Thing, like, what you not going to do is come for divine feminine because I praise and kiss my man ass, and all you got to do is submit to your king, and if you submit to your king, then he will do what you say, like, 
when he come home from work, you need to have a big ass meal for him. And again, like if he horny, like just just bend over and take it. Just do what he got. Do what you gotta do because he had a long day. He's stressed out. So that's I, the thing. I, I, Y'all be trying to be so independent, and you're not happy, and that's why you're still single, and that's why you ain't never gonna have kids. Real quick, is that why your top lip smells like that? Because you've been eating dirty ass? Is that's what's going on? Because oh there's god, an aroma. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I, hear, I hear they think it's gay to wipe their ass. I don't know what you're going through. Shut but, um, <laughs> I, I, I refuse. Um, and I feel like that's a big thing. I feel like women, especially black femmes, black women, we have decided we're really not putting up with their bullshit. We're gonna get our education. We're gonna live our life with our friends while they tell us that you're gonna die old and alone. But guess what? Um, my mama works at a uh, uh, assisted living facility. <laughs> Do you know who's mostly there, Aaron? <laughs> You you want to know who's actually dying? Old and alone? Black men. It's men. <laughs> it's cuz look, there's a reason why like men women have a longer life expectancy than cis men do. And that's because a lot of cis men are stubborn and think that it's a sign of weakness or vulnerability or feminine to get checkups and get your yeah. physicals done. So, girl, meanwhile, y'all think it's, think it's gay to get your prostate checked. Meanwhile, your asshole about to fall out, and now you looking like Boo Boo the Fool. And listen, I, 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 listen, I only could talk about black people because I am black people. And I'm going to let you know right now that a lot of the, uh, there's a new scam going. There's all of these old men who are in um, uh, kidney failure. They got all kinds, like horrible diabetes, prostate cancer, things they ain't taking care of. And guess what they're doing? They're becoming homosexuals. They're dating so somebody can go ahead and take care of them, marry them, and take care of their finances after they die. And she said, hobo, not homo, like hobo, H-O-B-O. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. There's nothing wrong with homos uh, homosexuals. There's something wrong with you trying to take my money and drop off dick and chicken nuggets in instead. That's the problem. <laughs> I need mm. you to know that that's really the issue. Uh, your biological father. There's a few things at play here. For, primarily, every single conservative think tank out there has had a laser eye focused on the black community because they realize that white hot hate will not win another election for them. Also, a lot of it has to do with the disillusion that the black community uh, experienced with Obama. A lot of folks thought that Obama in his term was going to unwind 500 years of racial inequity, which was a little bit unreasonable. Also, when he, put, uh, when he uh, ratified the uh, Marriage Equality Act and went all out on people with internal, uh, alternative lifestyles in support of them, a lot of the very conservative black community fell out with that. I know because I went to a black church in Perrine with my parents and their in-laws and saw that shit firsthand and then saw it nationally. Oh, yeah. I have. I was in back when I used to go to church and believed in this fairy tale shit. That's all my pastor talked about was, oh, my God, Obama betraying his bone people and thinking it's OK to be gay and all this other shit. And I'm like, girl. <laughs> This is where we're at. It's really sad. Um, yes, unfortunately, a lot of black people are, I would argue, black people are conservative. 
They a, are. A, a huge, a huge majority. And remember, we're only 13.6% of the whole United States. And because of slavery and church, I'm letting you know, we are very, we are a very conservative people. And the only thing that keeps us voting Democrat is racism. And this whole Hebrew Israelite shit that is coming up is about to blur some really fucked up lines. And then I even like, and don't even get me started. Like they don't even like, yeah, you're right. Like the only thing that's keeping them from being conservative is racism. And that's where they do vote Democrat. But I do wish we would get to that level as black people to realize that Democrats are also racist as well. And that neither party gives a fuck about black people and that this entire system is anti-black. Um, like I ain't gonna get into that cause it's gonna piss some folks off. But anyways, yeah, um, the only thing that's keeping black people from being conservative is racism. When it comes to capitalism, homophobia, transphobia, colorism, massage war, uh, all these things, ableism, they don't want to talk about it. They don't. Jesus. And just to <clears throat> think about ableism in general, that's something that's not, that should be on a lot of black people's radars because there's a lot of black people that are different abled in this country. We, we just don't, we just, we just don't. We don't give platforms to the, uh, to uh, people who have more obstacles than we do within the black community. And you cannot be pro-black unless you're pro the entire black community. The only time we get to exercise motherfuckers is when, okay, sexual assault, rape, coonishness. Um, let me see. Um, there's, there's all kinds of ways you can get excommunicated. I refuse to be friends with people that Harriet Tubman would have shot. So, but I'm letting you know that when you don't fall inside those lines, you fall under the lines that should be protection from black people. Like you, like you, we should be defending you. And we're not. And instead, you like when we look at who is killing black women, black trans women. I'm sorry, straight black men. I don't like I I hate to like actually fuck it. I actually don't hate. I don't hate to do this. I'm letting you know right now that it's like I want to get this inside your brains, yo. Like it's going to be all until it's none. It's going to be all until we see black men on a whole turning to other black men saying this right. is wrong, this is fucked up, this is what won't fly. A lot of y'all asses are a lot of y'all asses are silent but deadly. And until that changes, I'm not gonna say, well not all of y'all, same for white people. I'm not gonna say, oh not some not all of you know who I'm talking about. Don't play stupid with me. And and you know what's worse? I and this is why I'm always going to have hope and always going to continue. I know what it's like to be like fully and unconditionally protected by black men. Mm. When I was homeless, I will never forget. R.I.P. Shaka. I went ahead and I had a terrible breakup. I had a I had a threesome gone wrong, and my nigga, nigga left me for th for the third girl. Okay. And <laughs> I was like trying to figure out what I'm about to do. I don't want to go back to my mama's house. My mom done told me being like this, this man is wrong for you. He just got hurt you. Like I already heard all the things and I didn't want to go home to hear it. Okay. I really did it. And I remember Shaka coming up to me and being like, no worries. I got you. 
and he had me a place to stay. He made sure I always had weed on me. He, he went ahead and he uh, spoke sign language fluently. Like it was, he was one of the best people that I've ever known. Small ass dude. And when I say he would tell, he would tell people, hey, don't mess with typewriter. They used to call me typewriter because I talk fast. You know, niggas, whatever. And he's like, don't mess yeah. with typewriter. Ooh, I'm going to start calling you that now. <laughs> Fuck you. Don't do that. Because <laughs> you sure do, girl. You be. <laughs> they were like, it's like you, you just be spitting bullets, bitch. And I'm just like, Fuck you. But no. Um, <laughs> He would make sure I was always protected in whatever space I was in. If Shaka was there, I knew I was good. I know what it's like to be protected by black men. So it's so fucking disgusting to see none of you act. Sorry, because I know what it's like. And what's funny is when, when black queer people, emphasis on black queer people, when we share our experiences to straight black men and they'll say, well, not all of us are like that. And no, that's not true. It's like, y'all are really the carriers of the black community. Y'all are saying the same shit. You're t- trying to tone police me on the shit that I'm going through and how I explain myself to you. Y'all are saying the same shit that care- white people do. I, I'm sorry. I, I hate to say this, but black men and white women have a lot in common because they're both chasing after the white man's power. Black Mm. men see white women as commodities and things that they can go ahead and procure because guess what? They weren't allowed to have it before. So that makes them feel good and builds up their ego. And a white woman in a relationship with a black man, that is the one place that she's gonna be able to weaponize her whiteness and be able to Mm. get what she wants. So I'm sorry, but the black men are the white women of the black community, a lot of the times that's the way y'all roll. It's kind of like the suffrage movement. Susan B. Anthony was just like, I will rather take off my right arm than fight for the vote of the Negro. And black, straight black men feel that way about gay people, trans people, uh, gay, uh, especially black gay men, black trans women on a regular basis. They would rather take off a limb than help us. Mm. Tell me why that's not something I can't correlate. Message. If racism is the only thing that keeps you voting Democrat, you have failed as a productive member of society. You have failed as an individual to realize what's going on. Right? You're not paying attention. Right? If Marjorie Taylor Greene and uh, Kevin McCarthy and fucking... Mitch McConnell, it seems analogous to Democrats, right? Then I, I, there's no hope for the country, fam. Like, it's not the same, and that's the fucking problem. You guys are doing an equivocation policy. Oh, both sides are bad. Yeah, that's true, but one side is talking about Jewish fucking space lasers and talking about how fucking uh, gay people are pedophiles, right? How the fuck does that fix inflation or high gas prices or anything? One of them is not even fucking pretending to be about any fucking policy or anything. But yeah, they're both the same. And, and my whole thing is like, listen, I understand completely why people vote Democrat because the shit makes more sense over there. There just seems to be more freedom. There just seems to be like, oh, well, we want it. To, they don't actually want it to be equal, but at least they put in the laws that make us feel better about it. Um, and... Anytime I've voted, it has been um, 
Democrat. It's been a de like people would, for me, it was like, this is actually going to help people. And that's why I would vote that way. Like in Colorado, there was a law that uh, was supposed to pass recently that was going to make it so that anybody who was going through an eviction process automatically would get a lawyer. Because 95% of eviction processes when they have a lawyer don't get evicted. Mm. And there were people fighting against that. And that just happened to be the more democratic law. But I was just like, I people feel are, like people should get to stay in their houses. It's crazy that people are fighting against people. Like people are wanting people to stay, like kicked out their homes. Like people want people to be evicted. Like fighting yeah. against that. This they is want to why... be able to raise the prices because they know that people who have money will move in once they get you out. That's That's literally like this recession is serious. I want to let people know that within two to three years, a lot of us are not going to be able to afford the rent that we pay. But yet, if we try to get a house, oh, we, you can afford it, but yet you expect me to pay $3,000 a month for a damn one-bedroom apartment. Let's talk but, about oh, it. Oh, you're not ready for a house yet, though. Get the fuck out of my face. Let's talk about it, though. They make it so hard. Remember when uh, we were trying to get like the camper and the RV and everything? They wanted 15 to 20% down. And I want to live in something nice. So they want 10 to, so basically I would be paying them $15,000 down in order to live in a space that I really would enjoy. Who's got 15 stacks in the bank in 2022 who isn't a part of the 1%? <laughs> Let's be honest, because there is no middle class anymore. I refuse to believe that there is. Most, like, I want to help. Most Americans are one disaster away from being kicked, living on the street. Let's just be honest. This whole middle class bullshit is not, it's unrealistic. To the point where you got capitalists saying, guess what? If you don't have the money, you shouldn't have children. First of all, eugenics. <laughs> I don't know if anybody has heard of those things, but if you can look at somebody and tell them, well, just because you don't have money, you won't be able to take care of a child. That's bullshit. Because at the end of the day, if why aren't we making it more feasible for them to be able to take care of their children instead of putting those tax dollars on us to be able to take care of them inside of the C inside of the CPS system in the foster care system? Like, it, it, it's so crazy to me. Um, they'll say, guess what? If you're poor, you, you you just shouldn't be having children. That's that's irresponsible. You don't but think- But that's how capitalism works, right? Capitalism is designed to make the working class people go against each other instead of call out the system at mm -hmm. hand. So it's like, how dare you? Why are you trying to have kids? It's like, instead of talking about the root of the issue as to why I'm not in a good space to have kids right now in this fucked up economy, it's designed to make us fight each other. It's so true. Because if I thought this was a safe space, I would have already had a kid. Straight up, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I really would have. Um, but it never felt like a safe space. It never felt like I could actually be stable. And let me tell you something, trying to establish credit in this country, because remember, my parents are immigrants. I didn't finally get my first credit card until... Um, Two years ago. Mm. Bro. That this whole credit cards, this credit shit is a scam too, but we created continue. in the 80s. <laughs> created in the 80s. It was created a few years before I was born. You know how fucked up that makes me feel, but okay. Uh, <laughs> and it's so funny because if you go to places like Mexico, they don't 
have they that. Don't check for any of that stupid shit. It's like, girl, like, do you, do have, you, have, the you money? have the money? That's it. They don't do background checks. They don't do no fucking credit history from twenty years ago. Oh, you ain't make the payment, so you. Get... They don't care about that shit like America does. Bro, let me tell you something. So I went ahead and I was living in a place here in Colorado. And here they want you to go ahead and make sure you give them a written statement, a 60-day written statement. I was dumb, okay? When they asked me for a written statement, I literally scribbled it on a piece of paper because I'm like, I told you I'm leaving. I don't know what you <laughs> You need it written. Here you go, written. I should have photocopied that shit. I should have saved it for my records. When I left, they said I never told them anything. And then they hit me with two months of rent plus fees. And it was $2,500. And it was listed on my credit as an eviction. Mm. So I couldn't move nowhere. Where me for go? I can't go nowhere. Because as far as they're concerned, I have an eviction. I've never been late on rent, and I've never not paid my rent in my entire life. But do, you see, but do you see how they'll just fuck you up? Just to fuck you up? I had to go ahead and pay them the money just so I could move someplace. Just to make the decision not fuck this country. I was very upset. I was like, damn, and I paid them the money already. Girl, so my credit's looking people better. Call me crazy for it. And, and we be talking about this, right? And I be saying, well, you know, abolish private property, abolish landlords. The same people bitching about the rent being raised up for the fourth time and how they can barely uh, live paycheck to paycheck be the same ones defending this shit. Well, what? No, hold on now. We, you can't be saying that's too extreme. Then shut up. Y'all ain't gonna do shit about it. Y'all ain't gonna do shit. So the next and time see, your ass, you cut them, they cut your ass, they cut them lights off because you ain't getting paid shit at your current job that you're working 100 hours a week at. Don't say shit when you hear me say, well, bitch, capitalism should be eradicated. Like, this should not be a thing. Um, money is a hypothetical concept that we created. Like, girl, y'all ain't ready for that. So if you're not, then I don't want to hear shit from y'all. I all I can say is that um, in the state of the world that we are at right now, the point is for you to try and live your happiest and best years. Like, do whatever it is. The if you always wanted to write a book, start writing. If you want to go to Bali, go to Bali. Go to Tahiti. Go to Fiji. Do whatever the fuck it is that you wanted to do because we don't have that much time left. And I refuse to go ahead and have a kid and tell them that elephants don't exist. I, because I, that's what's going to happen. We're going to be living in a world where like things just don't exist anymore. I can't protect you. Why am I going to go ahead and have a baby that's literally going to have my own beating heart inside of it, walking the fuck around while no one cares for the black child that I would birth? Why would I do that? Right. Oh, Senor Lobo. Let me ask you something, Sid. Are you familiar with this Strauss-How theory by chance? You know, where we all have a saculum collectively. And how, as we approach 2023, that saculum is getting smaller and smaller and smaller. And that dip into the potential collapse of mankind that will eventually reset itself is imminent. You see, I gather... That Strauss had it right all along. We all are like falling leaves, the changing seasons. But 
we experience them in 80, 90 year bursts. Sometimes if we're lucky, 100, a century. But now think about it. People from the 40s are dying. People from the 30s are dying. People from the 20s are few and far between. And people from the early 1900s are basically gone. So. I feel like um, at, at this point, um, all of the dystopian movies that we've watched, um, all of the things that, all of the information that we've gleaned, I don't know how old you are, uh, but I was born in 87. Um, I'm not in a space where I'm willing to live up to anybody's societal standards anymore. Like, you can't force me to do any of this. Not, men can't force me to want to be married and give birth and be somebody's barefoot housewife. No, like, like jobs can't force me to work more than I want to. Like, I'm in a space where I work literally to go on vacation. Yep. I work literally so I can go visit Aaron um, I, so that I can go go to Six Flags with my friends so I can live my life and plan cruises and do whatever and live life by the seat of my pants because I refuse to let you decide what my value is. That's what white society, white supremacy literally states that guess what? They get to decide what your value is. And I'm divesting. Everybody else can suck my left lip. Not doing it cost of living. Let's talk about that too, because why are we still using that fucking phrase? Bitch, cost of living. I didn't ask to fucking be here. Bitch, I'm going to live my life the way I want to live it. I still can't believe that that's a thing. Oh, it's living. Well, it's going to come at a cost. Well, what's the cost of living to be? I saw a homeless man like sleeping on the street outside of a mattress store. And the manager's just walking out, just locking the door, ain't just act like he ain't see him. Please get the fuck out my face right now. Like so me and sitting, like because that's why I refuse to stress myself out of, over this. Like I'm just gonna do me. I'm just gonna live it day by day at this point. Because you mean to tell me that the purpose of me living is to pay a fee to exist and to stress my fucking self out and to and still can't get no fucking crumbs. No, ma'am. I'm going to do what I want to do. It's the truth. It's just one of those things that I'm just not going to deal with anymore. You're not going to let me, you're not going to tell me that I should feel guilty for taking days off. Nobody's going to make me feel guilty for not being married at this point. Nobody's going to make me feel guilty for not having kids. Nobody's going to make me feel guilty for not being straight. Like, everybody can suck a dick. Like, I'm going to do exactly what the fuck I feel like. But let's not forget the perennial minimum wage, you know, the one that should have died with FDR mm. never was repealed, appealed, nothing. It was just left the way it was. And sure, okay, yeah, it went up in money. Great. But l l hear me out. While there was less people on the earth, 75 cents an hour makes sense? What? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, but th this is the thing, though. It's like, I feel like we don't even realize what's coming. Like, and and people are gonna say, hey, I'm crazy. Guess what, Sydney, you're doing way too much. But for what's going on in Russia and Ukraine and all these different countries, and you know, the US can't, can never mind its own fucking business, no matter what's going on. Do you really think 
that a mass draft is out of the question? <laughs> I, I, I like, I like, because I, I think to myself, like, and, I, and, and it's not just because it's, you know, this is something that's been sticking in my mind for a very long time. And I've thought to myself for a while, like, yo, the only reason that they didn't do a draft again since Vietnam was because they didn't need it. They had enough mm. soldiers to do whatever it is that they wanted to do. <laughs> what happens when we don't? We just had one of our citizens get caught in fucking Russia with like a THC vial, and now they can't find all six feet nine inches of fucking Britney Griner. The U.S. doesn't care about its citizens. Just so you're yeah, saying. So why? That's why. That's why we're trying to get the fuck out. That's why we are trying to get the fuck out. And listen, because, we're probably going like, to get I feel like we're going to go to Mexico and maybe we'll be there for like a year. And then we're like, let's go to Costa Rica. You know what I mean? And then maybe we'll live in like South Africa for like a little while, just because we know that there's a bunch of like <laughs> sexy black gays over there. Um, and then after, do you know what I mean? Like we're, we're just going to go wherever the wind takes us because why the fuck not? Well, I just, I think the meaning of life is you need to work like a fucking slave and work 90 hours a week and making $12 an hour. You know, speaking of, it's still $7.25 minimum wage here. And the fact that these motherfuckers, old ass snapping total built bitches are still debating, $15 is too much. Get the, like, are you fucking kidding me right now? It should be 30, to be honest. That's a livable wage in this state is 30. But 15 has y'all over the edge. Eat my ass. They, they don't care. And this is why it's like, I feel like there's just going to be, um, either we're just going to completely take this lying down and we're going to hand them the lube, or there's going to be a big ass fight. It's either one or the other. There's like, Girl, that, what was that book you showed me? What was that book you showed me about the predictions that actually did come true, starting off with uh, Queen Elizabeth, and they said she was going to die? It was, like, it was like a Nostradamus book that was talking about, like, all the things that were going on. They predicted that Queen Elizabeth, exactly what you said, was going to die. It predict, And then it, after that, it went ahead and predicted a economic war, like a huge a, a class war because of the economic crash that's about to happen. And I refuse to be a part of it. I don't need y'all's yeah, convenience. That book was in 2000. That book was written in 2008. And it said that in 2022, Queen Elizabeth was going to die and she died. And now it's saying that we're going to have a class war in like 2036. Yeah. Yeah. And hey, if you got one right, I feel like it's a possibility you could be two for two. So I'm just <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, and this is why I'm just saying, like, live your life, do whatever the fuck you want. Like, my God, man, it's hard enough out here without actually putting societal pressures of having to be um, a size six to four and having to be light skinned. And like, no, you're not about you're not about to make me do shit. I'm gonna turn into the sexiest cherub you've ever seen in your fucking life. Suck <laughs> Period. Ooh, it's going to be a long show. That's fine. Romantic relationships are not the pinnacle. Take it away. 
So I have been going through a lot of thought process in reference to um, romantic relationships and uh, versus platonic relationships. And I realized that I've actually found the most solace and the most comfort and peace in my platonic relationships. Like relationships with you, with Tony, with Hallie, with Layla. Like I have all of these amazing people in my life where I have these very like valued relationships. I, and I'll let you know right now, the fact that we no longer prioritize those or that it's normal that in romantic relationships, well, hey, you just gotta, that now needs to be your number one. I feel like there's something wrong with that. I feel like we've lost the village collective community part portions of ourselves. Like I actually saw, and this was, I, I think this was amazing. Uh, I saw these uh, two single moms. They met each other online. Both of them had shitty baby daddies. And next thing you know, these bitches are doing life together. Each one's going on on fucking uh, um, date nights. They're taking vacations. They have the money to pull together to make sure their kids are in private school. Like whatever it is they want, they're manifesting with each other to be able to give one another. And I feel like that's beautiful. And I'm wondering why that's not something that we feel like it's something we should do more often. Like, and I feel like within the queer community, that's something that happens on a regular basis. Do you know what I mean? It's like, we're always finding our family members because family is not always in our corner. So we're usually kind of finding our families. And so that sense of community is something that um, I feel like we have a better sense of. But I feel like for all of us as a people, we're not, we're not putting our platonic relationships and we're not actually giving them as much weight as I feel like they, that you should. Because a lot of times romantic relationships don't work out. We haven't been programmed to believe that you can fall in love with your friendships. Like it's possible to fall in mm -hmm. love with your mm -hmm. friend. And when I say that, I mean like fall in love with the friendship. Like it's possible to, like, like you said, have a soulmate and still be a friend with them and do all like so many things in life together and hell get a house together. But the thing is they equate that to, Oh no, y'all probably fucking y'all. No, that's, that's y'all a couple. Like it's, it's okay it's to true. have platonic relationships. And that's why quite frankly, a lot of friendship breakups, I would argue hurt more than romantic shit, romantic breakups. Because that shit, it's like, it's so much more shit to Deeper. a friendship. It's deeper. I agree. It's so, it's so much more layered when that's your friend. Because I'm sorry, I'm just being real. When it's just some boy, you fucking, you just like, all right, I guess they tripping, whatever. But when that's your <laughs> friend, like that's your homie, like that's a deeper, the conversations are deeper. I'm sorry. There's a reason why that even when, you know, you see these married couples, they say it's the healthiest thing to make sure you keep those other friendships. Um, there's a reason for that because those are real bonds. Like, the, like that person was there before you. These people were there, like, if I was to ever go ahead and get a partner, I'm just like, you can't come at the people who was there before you. That's crazy. <laughs> like, seniority. Exactly. Like... <laughs> Message. <laughs> ah, yes, America, the great brown noser, the great superpower of the world that falls short every single time, you know, invading other countries for resources, <coughs> oil, even though there was, <coughs> was a mass destruction that didn't fucking exist, or yep. um, 
you know, when we were there in the 80s giving money and guns to the Taliban who would soon become the Al-Qaeda. Yeah, America's doing a great job saving the world, you know, not for nothing. But if we just were like Sweden and we just didn't bother fucking anybody or gave a fuck all about what happened down the fucking lane that is the highway that separates the autobahn that separates like i i don't understand i don't i don't want to i just i can't grasp how america just we now know we've all known right we've all known how corrupt it is okay so what i will say about this is i agree with you in everything except for the fact that Sweden definitely stayed out of a lot of shit. But Sweden could have actually helped those six million Jews that got exterminated. They had a chance to get involved. And I'm sorry, the greatest evil is done is when good men do nothing. So mm. I, I, so as much as I agree, because listen, I feel like if we could just like learn to mind our motherfucking business, we could be a whole lot better. But when, but we have to understand when there's actual harm being done, mm-mm. and that was actual harm. And there's a lot of Swedish Swedish people who like to like look over there, like, oh, don't worry about that. And I'm like, stop. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> but that's all. I just wanted to 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 push back on that little piece. Um, and I think the last thing that I'll say on um on this subject is that I feel like it's really important that. Um, we start looking at our friendships and relationships with just as much weight as we have our romantic relationships. I don't see why. Like, I, like even if, like even if I don't live with you, even if you know we, we're not paying bills together, that like as far as and maybe I'm different, but my friends are an extension of my family, and I think for a lot of Black queer people, that's just what it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's a big deal. Like, I can't just go throughout my day knowing I hurt one of my friends' feelings. We got to talk about it. You feel me? Like, that's not okay. Like, like, like even between me and Aaron, I can't say we've ever really fought, but we've had disagreements before, and we've had to go ahead and talk those out. And the reason why our relationship works so well is because we're so communicative. Why would I be in a relationship with a person that I can't even communicate the same way I would with my friends? Exactly. Do you know what I mean? That's 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 where I'm coming from, and I just feel like it's so many things could be solved if people just so many things could be solved if it avoided if people just knew how to fucking communicate. Me and Sydney communicate. If something is bothering either one of us, we tell each other like right then, like, "Hey, girl, like I love you down, but this is how I feel when you said this. This is how I feel when like let's try to fix that." It's so easy. Like we're all adults. Like I don't understand why it's so hard for people to do that. And because. They care about how I feel. They're going to be like, oh, damn, I don't mean to make you feel that way. And because <laughs> I care about how they feel. I'm like, damn, Aaron, I made you feel like that. <laughs> I don't, I, and it's just because of the care. It's like, if we were actually living in a more of a village society, then it wouldn't just be the kids that we have. The neighbor is not just the neighbor. It's my sister's kids. Do you see how protected our children would be if we thought like that? 
But because well, you're still sucking off the teat of the white man, we're like individuals and we're like, oh no, I can't care about them. They're going to stop me from getting my bread. If I got to step over this person to be able to get what I want, then it has to go. That's how it has to do because I got to get to my American pot. And, and then you see how white supremacy just bleeds and separates the community. That's why I'm like, girl, how can you be an individualist and be pro-life? But anyways, okay. So, because <laughs> girl, I don't feel like getting to the pro-life, pro-choice debate tonight. <laughs> Stop. Stop. No, you're right. You're right. That's another night. It's getting late already. No, you're good. <laughs> um, so, the next topic that we are um, going to get into is I, I want to talk to Black people who have joined the military. Now, one of the first things that I want to say is that I understand the reasoning. A lot of times black people join the military because they want insurance. They want benefits. They want to make sure they can give something to their kids. They want to make sure that if they die and they died in combat, that, that their family won't leave with nothing. Um, but I, I want to talk about how predatory the recruiting process is. I want to talk about, and this is going to be a short topic, but I want to talk about how, and I was homeschooled, and I would see recruiters at some of the poorest high schools ever, the kind of high schools where you knew that kids weren't showing up because they had to go ahead and make money for their families. They, like you, you knew they were showing up in spaces where enough wasn't something they ever experienced. Or they grew up seeing kids who um, went into the system, got into jail, um, you know, uh, and just by the way, the school to jail pipeline is very strong in uh, projects everywhere all over the world. So all you gotta do is do something wrong in school and they try to put you as your ass in juvie already. So I understand that the promise of free school and free healthcare is very, very attractive. I get it, I really do. Or though there are those black people who whose parents have been in the military. Their grandparents have been in the military, like generational. And I just want to, and I know this seems like an old adage, but it's like, you're not treated right in this country and yet you're willing to die for it. And I feel like there's something we gotta dissect about that. Now, mm. I understand completely. Listen, there's a lot of nuance in this conversation. There are a lot of black people who have joined the military who've never seen combat, who've, um, who haven't gone through a lot of the more egregious things that can happen and come with service. And I get that, I understand that completely. But my question is, why is it okay that the option is that you could possibly die? Like, regardless of, if there's, if there's ever a mass draft before that, they pick it up everybody. If you a secretary, if you do logistics, if you clean refrigerators, it doesn't matter. They're going for you first, right? And I guess my issue lies in the fact that there's so much they give up working on army bases that are named after slavers. Mm. I, 
I get why you needed insurance. But my question is, why did it never, or, or why wasn't it an option to think to yourself, why do I need to possibly give up my life for these things that should be rights? Mm. And then I realize a lot of them have been brainwashed and don't think they're rights. They feel like, guess what? If that's what you want, you're gonna have to give up your life for it because they've drank yeah. all the Kool-Aid already. That's how capitalism works. A lot of, you'd be surprised at how many Americans believe that healthcare is a privilege to them. It's, it's not a right. Like they think, oh, you're, they think that being sick and getting someone to, not, to heal you, they think it's a privilege for you to be healed. It's not a like, even though you didn't ask to be born, like it, cost of living in itself, that phrase. Mm. Li living is a... <laughs> So, quick story time. So I used to date a veteran, right? Fine-ass Southern man, I tell you what. I, I know how to pick him, okay? Um, but I so he was retired from the military. He got blown out of a helicopter and had to learn to walk again and use his dick again. I met him after this, but he told me the stories, right? And I remember that the relationship itself went well, but when it was finally winding down to the end, I was trying to make decisions as to whether I wanted to be with him again. Tell me how I decided because he told me that he doesn't think that healthcare and education should be a right. I said, you gave your whole fucking, like literally pieces of your spine for this country and you're telling me you'd rather have other people go through that to get what you got? It, it's, it, there's, let me tell you something. There's two types They're of people. They're acting like America's yeah. educational system is not trash. America's educational <laughs> system is shit. It is. Like, y'all really think y'all are that girl. <laughs> they do when they're not to the point where you know how the education system is in Jamaica my mom was like 16, 17 when she fucking graduated she got here and she was able to do her associates in like a year in nursing <laughs> it's not it's not the same anyway um, but, um, I, I realized like in that moment that as much as I loved him the fact that he couldn't see that this is something that other people deserved he literally told me, like, you can't just go get into any school and not pay. And I'm like, if they have the grades, they should be able to get in to whatever school. He was like, well, you know, they need to be able. I, I, I'm trying to remember what he said. Like, I feel like I, I only saw red and didn't hear shit after a while. But it was almost as if, if you're not willing to bleed for it, then you shouldn't get it. And that to me was like, I and realized- don't think that's the American dream. He drank too much of the Kool-Aid, man. I couldn't do it. I was like, I can't even get back together with you. Do, do you know how crazy that is? That nigga did some shit. And that was the reason why I was like, can't do it. You know, believe in people's rights. But by the way, <laughs> that's how it should be. Period. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying. <laughs> Mm, mm, mm. But yeah, I just moving on. 
Say my piece. <laughs> um, Senor Lobo. Oh, so we're talking about love and relationships now. Okay, I'll back off the American talk now. But anyways, <laughs> I digress. I just got out of a two-year relationship. I'll be completely candid with all of you. I called this person my wife on here because we were attached at the hip. And not for nothing, but that is a nice, subtle way of saying that she was very codependent. But anyways, that's another Ooh. problem in itself, right? That's another folly in a lot of relationships these days. But when you hear the circumstances of how we met and what led up to where we are now, where there is, you know, a whole bunch of malarkey being thrown about, where the first year was kind of stable, and then right towards the end of the second year, it all fell apart. Like, it's, it's kind of tragic, actually. Just so you know, like, I feel like whenever people end relationships, I feel like we don't really give them enough grace. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, like and I mean in romantic and platonic ways. I don't know why when people say, oh, me and my best friend, like, stop talking and they just get no sympathy. But, oh, my man cheated on me. And it's just like, oh, my God, I can't believe he did that to you. Just so you know, the same. <laughs> the pain is right. really bad. Either way, mm -hmm. just, to, just so you know. Um, and I feel like that it's, it's, it's so important for us to, even though we've had relationships and, and they haven't worked out, we have to find the lesson within the re reason why those relationships broke down. Otherwise, the next relationship that's coming, you're gonna have issues. If you don't dissect what happened then, you're gonna deal with it later. If you do it here, you do it everywhere. So you gotta figure out what's going on. I'm gonna just put that out there. Um, so before we go ahead and um, move on to the next topic, which should be, so much fun. Uh, I want to ask you at this point, would you date somebody who has um, been in the military? Um, yeah, sure. Yeah, I think I feel the same. I feel like it just depends on the mindset. Do you know what I mean? And where they are in their journey of life. I feel like that's fine. Now, also, if they... If they're still very much like, because you know I am not patriotic, girl. I, I, <laughs> girl, if they very much like, oh, we gotta celebrate the fourth, and girl, okay, yeah. eat my. That's not going. Yeah, it's not. It's it's not. It's not giving what it's supposed to give. Listen, I celebrate Juneteenth, but not the fourth. Yeah, nah, I'm not. <coughs> Don't need that. Just saying. All right. And so going on to the next topic now, uh, and these, these Facebook streets are so ghetto. Okay. So they'd be posting all kinds of questions that don't make any kind of damn sense and questions like who pays the bill. Now, uh, you know what, first I'm going to ask you generally for you, who pays the bill? Whoever asked me out on the date should pay the bill. If you come, if you approach me on my, my fucking business, and you ask me out to go to, to, on a date with you, then yeah, you should pay the bill. Um, now, I want to say as far as 
oof, this is why, like, being non-binary, it's like, girl, this shit is so different for me because I don't believe in gender roles, period. But I would say for the heteros out there, um, generally, as we know, the man pays the bill. If that's mm-hmm. what y'all want to do, cool. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Now, I have heard some heterosexual women say, well, hey, sometimes I want to pay the bill and their man won't let them. Well, and... I just want to say, usually when that happens, because I've offered to pay the bill, I just want to let you know, that's not a real offer. I, I'm just I'm just being kind. I'm expecting you to pay the bill. Oh, you better than that's... me. I'm not I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna get no uh contest clue <laughs> shit a, a fake offer. I'm gonna say you got it, because I'm not finna do it. So I don't know what you No 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 no. I used to be very like, oh okay, you know, um like, oh no, let me go and do the fake reach inside my purse. I'm so weak. <laughs> Girl, we just gonna be. We just when it comes to now again, it's different for again queer, but we just gonna be looking at each other like, girl, if especially if you ask me on a date, I'm not gonna reach for nothing. If you came to me, I'm gonna expect him to, you know, take care of it. Now, I whenever time out, I took time out my day to be here with you because you you came, you asked me so. Now, whenever I've asked a man, woman, non-binary person out, I've always paid because I wanted you to be there and I wanted to enjoy your company. Now, have, have I offered to go ahead and take a man out very often? No, that doesn't happen often. Once in a blue moon, a unicorn passes me, and I'm just like, you know what? I'm gonna buy you a drink. <laughs> I'm gonna buy you a drink. Ooh, like I, I, and I use it just because I just want some dick. Do you know I've done that? Like, <laughs> like, no, no, I'm, <laughs> no, because the, I remember there was this guy who I felt like super sexy, and I just started paying for his drinks, and he was just like, oh, this, I've never had a woman do this for me before, and I was just like, <laughs> don't worry, I'm gonna get my. I'm, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get all get it all back <laughs> in inches. Okay. I'm gonna get it all back in inches. Period. So that's totally fine. I've I've never really had an issue when it comes to that, but I've run into so much like pushback when it comes to men because they always feel like they're being taken advantage of. It's like a very incelish nature of just like women are after me for my money. Like yo, I went out with somebody. First of all. This is, I was stupid. He Ubered me to his house and I was like, oh, this is dumb. Um, but I went anyway, cause I guess I was bored and willing to go and risk my life. So here we are. I get into his house and uh, we go into the garage to go smoke and shit. And he goes on a tirade about how women only want him for his money. And this is after he tells me this is his daddy's house and we can go chill out in his bedroom. Like, cross yonder in a few seconds and we can play, you know, Mario go-karts. You feel me? Uh, and I'm just like, sir, what money are they coming to get? <laughs> Where is it at? In, 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 in the, in the window unit AC you have in your bedroom? I'm so weak. <laughs> and I think... <laughs> For me, at least for me personally, especially when I take a woman out, I want to do everything. Like, if you try and pull out your card, I'll fight you in this fucking (laughs) restaurant. 
Like I'm so Well, I just picture you that. I believe you too. I just picture that. <laughs> That's because you know how I am. But yeah, mm-hmm. so, but, oh, like Pisces. I didn't pay for this. <laughs> what what did you think I paid for this for? Like what do you you think I'm a bitch? What did you what did, what did you go? Like I get offended. Don't you dare pull out your card and I asked you out. What kind of disrespectful bitch do you take me for? Like so <laughs> It's so crazy that I have like these standards of how I'm going to treat somebody if I take them out, and that's just not reflected on the other side mm. at all. Girl, I don't know. <laughs> I ain't been on a date in so long because I'm so over niggas. So I. So you gotta tell me what was the last date you went on? What happened? Tell me what happened. Oh, yeah, the last day I went on. I need to tell Tony about it, too. Um, <laughs> Let's give him the link to the Spotify. It's all good. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> it turns out he was everything that I was afraid he was. He was very, like, bro, like, mask for mask. I told his ass I wasn't that, but I guess he didn't believe me. So when we met in person, best believe I was looking sickening, looking real pussy, looking real femme, had my makeup on some uh, sickening crop top and some platforms and he was shook he was shook Mm. i I didn't give a damn i did it on purpose actually because you know listen i just want y'all to know aaron is very sexy in person i was a little taken aback i'm like damn you 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 really you really gay no because like (laughs) when i I met when I finally met them in person, I was like, yo, I got, I almost forgot myself. I was like, <laughs> so, yes. I can completely understand a completely phobic person be like, I know they in platforms, but they smell good. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I can see. <laughs> I can see it. Girl, I listen. And he was basically like, so do you always dress like that? And I was like, well, what do you mean? It depends on how I feel. And he was like, well... That's not how you was looking at your profile pictures. Most of them was like you being masculine. And I was like, okay, what's the point? Like, you you getting lucky now? You getting the bad bitch me today? So what's the problem? You and don't like that. Like he was like, there's nothing wrong with it. I just didn't expect that. I said, well, bitch, I can go. I didn't call him a bitch, but I was like, you know what, I can go. And he it's was okay. Like, no, let's... He was like, no, stay. I want to talk to you more, so I stayed. And next thing you know, he started talking about church. Yeah. So he was like, you should come to my church. He asked you to come to his church? Yeah, I was like, wait, aren't you? He was, I was like, so you're a gay Christian that goes to church? And he was like, yeah, but it's different because like, I still believe. I'm like, girl, it was so awkward. <laughs> it was just so awkward. Oh my God. I'm trying to remember the last date I went on. Like a date date? Like, not somebody I was just trying to fuck? I'm so weak. It's been a minute. <laughs> like, I've kind of I've kind of been on my grind and been like, oh, let me get some, and then, like, move on with life. You know what I mean? At <laughs> this point, that's all I'm going to start doing because, girl, the world finna end in a few years anyway, so I might as well just ride me some peen and call it a day because I ain't going to have a man by the time at this point because these niggas ain't shit. I don't know. I'm just in a space where it's just like, I just want to do life with my friends. I do. I right. want to do it with the people who love me the most. 
and I just don't care about anybody else. So anybody's like societal standards, you should get married, you need to go buy a house now. I can't believe you're not on salary. Salary, so them bitches can abuse me for all the hours? You at your fucking mind? That's stupid. Tell me it's why It's unrealistic. Why do people still, the average person, like, let's be honest, it's unrealistic for anyone to get, to try to get a house by themselves right now in this fucked up economy that we are living in. You, the average person is not getting a one-bedroom apartment because they can't afford it. They have to have a roommate. It's really crazy right now. So when I have, like, fa family members telling me, why you ain't got you a house? You need to be saving up for a house. Bitch, houses weren't $10 like it was during your time, bitch. I can't just get a damn house. It's a lot of shit going on. Most people are getting a big-ass house and are staying with friends in that big-ass house. I'm not trying to have a picket fence lifestyle. <laughs> that shit make me mad as hell when, when people tell me you get you a house and start you a family. Biz times have changed. I am tired. When you were young, you were buying bread for a quarter. Stop talking. To me. <laughs> and bitch, by the time bitch, by the time I get a house, the sun finna explode. So why the fuck would I even care about trying to get a house right now? Leave me alone. Oh, a nice 30-year mortgage. Bitch, fuck. <laughs> what? <laughs> Girl, I'm like, I'm just trying to live. That's it. I, everyone's life is different. Everyone is going to live their life differently. So this whole, you start you a family and do all this other dumbass shit, these invisible ass rules that y'all have to cling on to. I'm not doing that. No. And I feel like at this point, like, how can you look at the news and actually pay attention to science? This obviously does not include MAGA people or anti-vaxxers, but, and actually think to yourself, oh yeah, this is a great place. We're just, we're just going to live forever here. Like, let's be real. <laughs> like, let's be honest. Um, so I guess the next question that I have, at least in reference to the um, topic, when we talk about who pays the bill, usually, yes, we are looking at the man. Do you think it's wrong that if a woman asks a man out and expects the man to pay? Hmm. I don't, I would say it depends on the situation. This is a very cisgender question, Sydney. I don't know. I know it is. It is. It is. <laughs> This is a very binary question that I just It's a very binary question. I would say it depends on the situation. If she's like, um, I don't fucking know. You answer it. Hate <laughs> you. No, you know what I was going to say? Um, I'm not going to say that it's wrong, but I will say that I feel like any femme presenting person, femme person who is still going out with uh, straight men I need you to have your money together when you leave the house. I'm sorry. Do not go there expecting that he's going to pay for anything. You need to go there expecting he's going to be an asshole. And so that if you need to have your got to go money, you got your got to go money. The okay. last thing you should be doing is going on a date with somebody new with $12 in your pocket. Do Only. not do, I'm just, well, I mean, I was there. I literally had $12 in my pocket. It was a bad idea. I don't know why I did it, but I did it. And then this man tell me, after I say I'm not going to fuck him, after I've drank $50 worth of drinks, that he's like, oh, well, I guess I'll leave you with the tab then. Nigga, I got $12 in my pocket. <laughs> Niggas ain't shit. <laughs> you feel me? I'm just like, why would you do that? 
And the only reason that I got out of it was because there was a girl bartender who was listening to the whole thing. She heard him agree to buy my drink, so on and so forth, and he realized that I wasn't going home with him. And to be real, I had no problem fucking him on the first night. I just had class in the morning. He was very unreasonable. No, I could have fucked him tomorrow. I could have fucked him the next day. I really would have. But he decided to be a bitch. So uh, they listened to the whole thing and they were like, girl, I got you. And I was just like, oh, thank you. I'm so grateful that you heard it because I ain't got it. And me and my $12 walked home. Period. Get you something for McDonald's. Because, girl, at this point, that's all I can get with it. $12? Child, you get two things off the dollar menu. It's not even called a dollar menu anymore. Oh, yeah, it's like extra value or something. It's so ridiculous. But anyway... So we are going to move on to the last topic. I had some videos that are not in the draft right now, so I got to go. Was it the one with the the very short one, basically saying talking about Obatala? Well, there was two. I remember that I fucked up, and there was supposed to be one of them there, and it wasn't. Now I got to go. Damn it. The second one... The second one was the one that I was like, hey, this is a replica of the... Of the first one, of the of the other topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was supposed to be um, two videos in reference to African spirituality. Um, so I guess we'll just talk about it since we don't have any videos. That's totally fine. Um, I need people to understand that um, when we talk about Afri- African sexuality before uh, colonization, I need people to understand that first and foremost, like, this whole homophobia thing was something that was given to us by white supremacy. One of the very venomous gifts that was left over, along with colorism, diaspora wars, and um, you know beauty standards and everything else. And at one point, you know, especially a lot of African people who, you know, remember colonization hadn't happened, so they were worshiping trans and androgynous and homosexual gods of Africa. Obatala was one. I feel like um, it's really sad that we're in a space that um, we don't know these things. I just want to let everybody know, like, if you really want to know, there's a space where you can look for it. You can Google it. You can go on TikTok. I feel like um, the information is so sparse. It's it's just not it's just not enough, and I just want more people to start getting involved and seeing exactly who we were before colonization. Like we were a matriarchy, like the woman king was a thing that was real. Like there was there was women who had many husbands and then had wives on the side. There there, there was like trans people who they used to go to for marital issues for all of the couples because they had a foot in both worlds. Uh, like like. It's so crazy how we look down on black queer people when they were in a space that was venerated at one point. And that's mm-hmm. what white supremacy has done. It's literally let, made us turn reality on its head. We're to the point where we think that homophobia is something that's natural to us. And it's not. If we can naturally generate gay people, homophobia is not something we naturally do. I'm just saying. Like, that's taught, right. my friend. 
it's very illogical to be homophobic if you like it's especially if you're black like come on i really want black people to do more research on this um but unfortunately they don't want to, a lot of them don't want to a lot of cis black people don't want to because truth hurts and it's very hard to unlearn things and we were taught to hate the very things that had the potential to set us free um so unfortunately they do think that it's a white thing to be gay I hear it all the time. Mm -hmm. It's very sad, mm -hmm. but um, we would not get anywhere. We would not make any progress as a whole, as black people, as long as you are homophobic. It's impossible. There's no way around it. You can't get out of it. You're going to stay divided and you're going to like, it's just, you're not going to win this fight. So you can, if you're not, you can't say, oh, I'm, I'm pro-black, but I'm homophobic. There are black gay people. There's nothing you can do about it. And I don't care. If you're black and homophobic and you say, oh, I have a gay friend, just like I tell white people when they say I got a black friend. No, you know, black people. <laughs> right. Right. OK, so, you know, a gay person. And guess what? I'm going to let you know right now. Devante don't like you. He knows you a bitch. He goes home and he just decides that when he gets to work, he don't want you to turn violent or beat him the fuck up. So he decides to go ahead and be homophobic with you. He's just trying to be safe at work. I might as well tell you. Mm. Mm. Um, and I need people to know just like what a betrayal to your ancestry, your ancestry it is to be homophobic because literally white people brought that hatred to our shores and now we perpetuate it in 2022 we should be ashamed of ourselves of how much kool-aid we drank how much bitterness they force fed us and now we vomit it onto the other community members in our society it's very embarrassing i just i you know Again, um, you know, we're going to make sure to make this a um, a topic again, probably uh, next week or week after next, because it's something that we're just going to continue to talk about because no one's talking about it. We're going to continue to. Do you want to? Do you want to talk about it Thursday? Just make it the topic, the main topic for Thursday's live. Absolutely, we're going to get them so mad on TikTok. So Thursday. <laughs> So just in case y'all don't know, Ooh. I finally made it to my thousand, y'all. You know, Aaron, Aaron went ahead and beat me a long time ago, okay? Uh, I had given up hope. And then I finally was like two followers away from a thousand. And then I called Aaron. I was like, I'm not ready. <laughs> I got the bubble guts. I'm not ready to go on live. But um, we made it through. And now every Thursday night, we are going to be going on live at what time? 7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Eastern. 6 p.m. Mountain. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> that's, that's I had to think about that. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good listen, time. Wait, I everyone... had to do some calculations like it was fucking calculus just now. I was very proud of myself. Um, but yeah, so, <laughs> so 6 p.m. Mountain, 7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Eastern. We are going to be having a show on TikTok where we're going to be on for about an hour. We're going to talk about African sexuality. And we're also going to talk about um, Boosie. I have some videos to play. I found some new stuff. <laughs> new stuff that he has said? Um, it's more of a compilation of like, dear Boosie, you're not our Just friend. Like 
just a compilation of the fuck shit that he has said these past 10 years about you know what people. I mean you know what I mean and listen just just to talk about Gabrielle Union for a second I have to say that I have a lot of respect for that lady the way that she has um made sure to make sure that Zaya has a way and I'm sorry this may be this is the black one in me but I feel like Dwayne Wade may not have been fully on board. And Gabrielle Union was like, you better be on board. That's your motherfucking child. Mm, because I can see we it. drive the force in our relationships. We do. It, like black women, I'm just letting you know, we got so much power. We really do. And I feel like, and as much as I know that they love, that Dwayne Wade loves, loves their child, at the same time, I feel like she was the person that was like understanding. Mm-hmm. freedom let let her have that and um and i just want to say to boosie like i just want to know like how many inches you need in your ass in yeah. order for you to set the fuck up <laughs> i want to say eight you look like an eight incher no nah, he's a she's a power bottom it's giving 12 no no don't i don't want to don't wreck oh sorry i'm just thinking about my rectum like no don't wreck it no let me say <laughs> I'm also being a little, I'm also probably just calling myself out. Oops. No, <laughs> no wonder you don't be fucking a lot. No, but anyway, let me stop. <laughs> you know what? We're going to stop. Anyway, so, so. So, yes, Thursday night, TikTok Live. You can catch us talking about the history of African sexuality and dragging the fuck out of Boosie and just all these other hoteps. Who are welcome to come into the chat. Girl, they're gonna be because <laughs> they are all over TikTok. There's so many groups like lives. Oh my goodness, it's actually lives It's actually scary how many they have, how many that like I, I accidentally walk into, and I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? Why are they like abusing people online? But yeah, that's what they do. But you're you you're welcome to come into the chat and get blocked. A hundred and ten percent. I want you to know. For free, for free, zero cents. Anyway, um, so <laughs> I just want to thank y'all for coming into the show, all of y'all for coming into the live, leaving your messages, engaging with us. We feel so blessed. We are, we officially have our year-long anniversary on stereo, on Spotify, and I'm just so excited about what's about to come forth with everything else that's going to happen soon. Um, even though we got five or six years left, you gonna see us, nigga. <laughs> I can tell you that. Okay. Before all the volcanoes explode, we ain't going nowhere. Uh, until then, listen. I'm sorry. I'm too scary to kill myself. So we gonna wait. We gonna wait to the end, bro. So anyway. Uh, <laughs> so. Yes. Be sure to follow me and Sydney on Instagram, which is in both of our bios. You can follow our podcast Instagram page, which is Earth underscore is underscore ghetto underscore. You can listen to all of our episodes. We have a lot of podcast episodes, y'all, um, on Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, and Google Podcasts. And if you're feeling extra generous and want to support the Earth is Ghetto podcast brand, you can cash out me and or Sydney, which is in both of our bios as well. And you can follow me on TikTok, which is underscore Aaron205. And what's your TikTok? It is Brujita Sid Noir. No spaces, exactly the way you hear it. Period. Good luck spelling that. And <laughs> it's in my bio too. 
I'm not gonna make y'all go ahead and spell Polk for two. It's not Aquila and the B. Damn. Anyway. I was trying to throw a little subtle shade. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank you for tuning in, niggas and friends. We will see you hoes next Tuesday and let you catch our live Thursday. Then we'll see you Thursday. Absolutely. Remember, being queer is African. Peace. Bye.